0: Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Two questions have been presented for us to contemplate as we approach celebrating Christmas. The first question is, what if Christmas didn't happen? this thing we celebrate and enjoy for the most part, what if it didn't happen? What if it's just a tall tale or a fable? And maybe as you're here, this is what you're considering. Did Christmas really happen? Or did it happen the way that Christians present? If that's how you feel, I'm glad that you're here. Welcome to Valley Point Church. What if Christmas didn't happen? The second question is, what do you hear this Christmas? Deep down on the inside where you have conversations with yourself, what do you hear? And is God potentially whispering something into your heart? So what if Christmas didn't happen? And what do you hear this Christmas? These are questions I want us to think through. But before we do that... I want to introduce you to two people, Noel Regney and Gloria Shane. These are names that are not familiar to us, but we're thinking about them and we're talking about them today because they wrote the very popular Christmas carol that we have sung a little bit in our time together. Do you hear what I hear? They are the authors and the creators of that Christmas carol. Many people believe that this particular carol was written a long time ago and that it's really old, but it was actually written in 1962 in the midst of the Cuban Missile Crisis, where the United States and the Soviet Union stood toe to toe and the world shaked with fear, wondering what's going to happen and Is there a way forward in the midst of this crisis? A song was birthed out of that turmoil and out of that tension that speaks of goodness and light and hope and peace and goodwill. So Noel Regney, here's what we need to know about him. He was destined for a brilliant musical career when World War II occurred and the Germans overwhelmed France where he was born and lived and trained and worked producing and writing music. When the Germans occupied France, they began to draft people into their armed forces and sure enough, Noel Regni was drafted into the German army. But he hated the Nazis and everything they stood for and what they represented, and so he deserted the German army and went underground, and there he remained for the rest of the war. When the war concluded, he came out of hiding and began to produce and write music once again. Things changed for him a bit in 1952 when he had the opportunity to move to America, and that's exactly what he did He moved to Manhattan, and there he resumed his musical career and began writing and producing for TV and for radio. It wasn't long after moving to America that he met Gloria Shane. Gloria was a gifted musician in her own unique way. She was a pianist, and they met. The romance began, and they quickly got married and literally began making music together. That's what they did. They wrote, and they produced some amazing songs, including their most popular work, Do You Hear What I Hear. Again, all of this out of turmoil. So fast forward now to October 1962. The world finds themselves in turmoil as the United States and the Soviet Union are in the midst of the Cuban Missile Crisis which was centered on missiles that Russia put in Cuba pointed at the United States. America threatened a military action if the missiles were not removed. And so here were these two nuclear superpowers, two military powers standing face to face with threats and accusations. That November, Noel Regney was walking the streets of New York City And he made some observations. He noticed that no one was smiling. No one was laughing. There was no joy. There was no hope. All of that was absent. People were frightened thinking, is this the end of the world? Is this the end? Does it all come to two nuclear superpowers who can't find a solution and fear? was everywhere, and Noel Regney noticed all of this. Christmas, which is supposed to be a time of goodwill and peace, was quickly approaching, and in the middle of all of that, a producer came to Noel and said, we would like for you to write a Christmas song. The story goes that Noel left that meeting and walked out into the streets of New York City once again, and there he spotted two women who were walking with their infants. They were pushing them in strollers. And he peered in on these infants, these babies in the strollers, and immediately noted that they were completely unaware of all of the fears surrounding them, just unaware of how people were feeling and how scary that particular time was for the United States, for the Soviet Union, and really for the world. And as he looked at them, he saw peace and joy and contentment. He thought of them as precious little lambs. Hence, the line of the song, the opening line, said the night wind to the little lamb. Noel Regney raced home and he wrote out the rest of the lyrics to the song, and then he sat down with Gloria, his wife, and together in 1962, in the midst of a threat of a nuclear war that would have destroyed the world, they wrote a song that speaks of a child, an infant, who brings goodness and light. And while the Cuban Missile Crisis technically ended in October with a resolution, there was still a tremendous amount of fear and tension into November and December as people realized, wow, that was close. That was close. And out of all of that, a beautiful song that speaks of this infant, Jesus, who came to bring Goodness and light, goodness and light. On that Christmas, 1962, I believe people were hearing quite a bit. What about this Christmas though? For you, as you sit here and as you prepare to celebrate in hours, as you think about everything that is coming what do you hear deep down on the inside where you have these conversations with yourself? What do you hear? Do you hear loss, sickness, fear, anger, hatred, division? Or do you hear about Jesus? who came to give his life for all. And you have to personalize that. Do you hear about Jesus who came to give his life for you? What do you hear this Christmas? Back to the other question. What if Christmas didn't really happen? What if it's a fable or just a tall tale, something that's grown over the years into what we know it to be today? Well, it's interesting because the Apostle John, who was an eyewitness to the life of Jesus, has something very interesting to say about this. In 1 John, one of the books that he wrote, here's what he says, and I want to read this to you because I think it helps answer the question about this being a fable. So here's the words of the Apostle John. He says, we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning whom we have heard and seen. That's quite a statement. So we're talking to you, we're proclaiming to you the one that we heard. We saw him, and that's what he goes on to say. We saw him with our own eyes and we touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one whose life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the father and then he was revealed to us. That's Advent. That's the arrival of Jesus, the birth of the Christ child. He is the one who was revealed to us. Verse three, John says, so here's what we do. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And here's the deal. Our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. Here's what I believe the apostle John was communicating. Jesus, this infant, the Christ child who came, I I saw him. (laughs) I saw him. And I I heard him, I heard what he said, and I heard what he taught, and I've recorded that for people to read for a long time. I saw him, and I heard him, and I even, I touched him. The one who is salvation, who brings eternal life. I saw him, I heard him, and I... Touched him, and I proclaim him to you. He is the one. I believe the Apostle John would also communicate this that God Himself, the one who is overall and above all the creator and the inventor, God wrote Himself into our messy story by giving us Jesus so that we could have a forever friendship with God. Wow. That's what God did. He wrote Himself. He realized our mess, and so he wrote himself into our messy world and our messy story by giving us Jesus so we could personally know him. Well, what does that even mean? What does it mean to know God personally or to have a friendship with him? Well, the apostle John wrote in another section, and he has this to say about how much God loves For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. I think there are four key words that jump right out of the writing of John there. Loved, gave, believes, and have. And by the way, this is the Christmas story. This is Advent in a nutshell. You can boil it down to these four words. God loved so much. And again, you have to personalize this. God loved me so much that he gave. And if we believe, and that word means trust, if we trust in Jesus alone without adding anything to that, because there's nothing we can add, it's all because of him. So if we believe, if we trust, then we will have eternal life or a forever friendship with God that cannot be taken away from us. This is Advent, this is Christmas. God loved so much that he gave. If we believe, if we trust, then we can have. I wanna share two takeaways with you that hopefully will make sense of all of this and you can think about which one is appropriate for you as you prepare to celebrate Christmas. Here's the first takeaway. If you have never trusted in Jesus alone to rescue you, you can have a forever friendship with God. That's possible for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, or what you've done. You can have a forever friendship with God. And here's what it takes. Trust. Trust. And this is what we celebrate with the arrival of Jesus, that plan in motion. And so if you've never trusted in Jesus alone before to rescue you, you can have that friendship with God by trusting. Here's the second takeaway. If you have trusted in Jesus alone, then be an extender of goodness and light. Come back to this goodness and light. And if you have trusted, extend that to everyone and to anyone. You know, maybe it's not so different today than what it was in 1962. And that seems like a long time ago. And some of us know about that whole crisis and others may not. But that seems like something in the distant past. But is the world so different? Still division, turmoil, hatred and anger and people who can't seem to get along with each other. And so what if, what if the Advent spirit lived in all those who claim to be Christ followers as they choose intentionally everywhere and in every way to be extenders of goodness and light? Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you for some time on this Christmas Eve, on the eve of the birth of your son, and we celebrate this and we're excited about it. On this day, we thank you for the opportunity to consider your great gift. And God, I just pray that you help all of us as we walk out of here in a few moments to be ready to celebrate and Rejoice and to give love and to receive that with our family and friends. Help us also to be listening to what you are whispering into our hearts. And then help us to respond appropriately. I'd like for you just to keep your head bowed and your eyes closed for a moment. Maybe God's whispering into your heart about trusting in Jesus. And perhaps you've heard about that before, but you've never really processed that information. And maybe tonight it's making sense to you. That Advent, Christmas, and what we celebrate is because of Jesus and what he offers, this gift. If you've never trusted in Jesus alone, I would encourage you, take the gift. Take the gift, it is amazing. It ushers us into a forever friendship with God. So if God's whispering to you about that, then I would just encourage you from your heart to God's ears in the quietness of this moment, just say something like this to him. Talk to God and say, God, I know I've messed up my life. I'm not perfect. I am a sinner. I don't always get things right. God already knows that about us, but I think he wants to hear that from our hearts. And then thank God for rescuing you. Advent for you. It's for you. And tell him that you want his leadership and his forgiveness in your life. And then tell him that you're trusting in Jesus alone to rescue you. You're not going to add anything to that. Just simple trust. If that's something you've offered up to God for the first time, I believe this will be your greatest Christmas because you have that forever friendship with God. And what a joyful few days it'll be for you. Maybe that's a choice and a faith step you've already taken. That's great. Then would you just have a a quick conversation with God before you exit where you intentionally will say to God, I will be an extender of goodness and light. And maybe that'll be tested as soon as you walk out of here with someone you see or some type of encounter. Or maybe you know what's coming into a new year and you just need to have this conversation with God right now about I will do my very best with the strength that God gives to carry the Advent spirit past Christmas And be an extender in every situation. When I want to do it, and even when I don't want to do it, I will be an extender of goodness and light. God, my confession to you is often I don't follow the example of Jesus. and I'm not an extender of what you want me to give to others. And so... I pray on this evening that you'd help me to live out the Advent Spirit and be an extender of goodness and light. I pray that for everyone in this room as well, God. Encourage them with all of the ups and downs of life and everything in between to just continue to extend goodness and light. God, I pray for those who have responded to you and have trusted in you alone. Encourage them. Help them to share that with somebody. And God, I pray that you'd give them the greatest Christmas God fill us with hope now fill us with hope as we celebrate you we pray this all in Jesus name the one whose birth we celebrate amen thanks for listening if you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving if you're in need of prayer we would love to serve you in that way send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.